All right, are we starting? We're starting. Let me get situated. Awesome. Wow, this is a lot of work. You know, as a host of a podcast, I have way more respect for those people. I mean, I had respect for them already, but this is like beyond respect. I mean, I am at the mercy of you because as a co-host or as somebody who would just go on a podcast, I've done it a few times, I would just show up. They would say, hey, Jonathan, come here on Thursday. And I'm like, I'm there. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have to prepare. And I know that sounds unprofesh, you know, I'm like just kind of showing up. But I kind of just felt like, oh, well, whatever we're going to talk about, I got this. Now I have to worry about so many other things as a host. I got to make sure that the appliances are turned off. I got to make sure that my neighbors don't make any noise for like the next four hours because that's how long it takes for me to just really put this together. I got to make sure that the blinds are drawn. I got to make sure that uh, no emergency is happening within a 45 mile radius of me because the sound will pick that up. I got to actually wear pants to this thing. All right. Well, as we, as we hear a car driving, you don't, you can't tell that I'm recording car. Come on, man. Look at this. Anyways, let's start the show in three, two, one, blast off. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Kaleidoscope Radio, the radio show that brings together a culmination of different artists and storytellers alike. We uncover the meaning, we discover, we make an impact. Something like that. I need to create a better slogan. Anyways, I'm your host, Jonathan Hernandez. It's great to be with you. I have to say, thank you. I've received a ton of great feedback from this. Uh, I'm looking forward to creating a lot more episodes. We're going to be bringing in guests, hopefully by the next couple of weeks, and we'll be talking about different stories. Uh, Those artists will be coming in and talking about their stories, what they like, what their process is like, and, uh, and how we can support them in the future. Before we go into the actual meat and potatoes of this episode, which is going to be about the hero's journey, I do want to share with you how I've been feeling. Uh, This past week was really awesome for me. I've never created a podcast before, so the feedback made me feel really, really appreciative. And then I began having some anxiety about creating this episode. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what's going on. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to, what am I doing here? And uh, I think I had this feeling of like, no, each episode has to be better. It has to be better than the previous one. And come on, man, I'm putting so much pressure on myself. You're probably listening like that, ah, Jonathan, you're putting so much pressure on yourself. I know. And it made me think about this one time I was doing improv, I was working with shark bite studios and we were uh in collaboration with portland community media which was a broadcast general broadcast uh public access that's what it was it was a public access station for portland communities and we were in the studio and we would record our improv sets um i think it was weekly for about a couple seasons and there was a time where i felt like 
no, I can do this. But then after the last episode, I was like, oh, I need to, that episode needs to be better than the last one. And this needs to be better than the last episode. And I was putting this pressure on myself. And I remember talking to my friends about it. And so I feel like a lot of this is coming up for me right now. And then it made me think, I wonder if artists, not just myself, but other artists, even uh, writers, if they feel like that, if artists and playwrights feel like they've created something and then there's this nervous anxiety feeling about creating another piece, is it going to be better than the first one? I wonder if people have created something and it didn't go the way that they wanted to and now there's even more resistance in creating something new. If you are one of those people, then my heart goes out to you and I want to encourage you to just keep pushing, keep pushing through it. It's going to be beneficial for you. It's going to be beneficial for the world. You're an artist, you're a creator. So it's important for you to just continue doing that. And hopefully you and me will get on the other side of this. Um, I am having a great time doing these podcast episodes And I think there was a little bit of hesitation in this one, only because we're going to be talking about the hero's journey. And there's so many movies and stories that follow the hero's journey. I'm like, how am I going to cram all of this knowledge into a 25 to 30 minute episode? It's impossible. It's impossible for me to do that. There was also a part of me that was like, I need to be a scholar about it. I need to study the works of Joseph Campbell and I need to do these things, watch all the movies that have heroes' journeys in them. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's that's not what this is about. This is about me shedding some light to you about the hero's journey. You may not know what it consists of. And so we're going to do a brief overview about it. And then I'm going to talk to you about how it's been impactful in your life, how you're probably living the hero's journey, or you've done it before in your life and you didn't even know it. So before we dive into it all, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Twilly23.com. Twilly23.com, providing you the best in fashion and safety. My name's Jonathan Hernandez, and I have two face masks. And I wear them, not at the same time, but I wear them often. And I got them from my dear friend Stephanie Huffman at twilly23.com. Thank you, Stephanie. If you're interested in getting a new face mask, I recommend going to twilly23.com. You can see an assortment of face masks that my dear friend Stephanie has created. I have this brown polka dot one and I have this cool green one too. Looks camouflage. I love it because there's an extra pocket uh, in the actual face mask that you can put another filter in there and it covers my face. I feel secure when I'm running and it just feels really comfortable. So take a look. Twilly23.com. Thank you, Stephanie. So let's begin. I'm going to spout off a bunch of movies that you have probably seen. How many of you have seen Star Wars, Episode 4, A New Hope, The Matrix, Tron, Legacy, The Wizard of Oz, The Goonies, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Star Trek, Star Wars Episode 5, Star Wars Episode 6, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, all of the Harry Potter stories, 
Avatar, Batman Begins, Man of Steel, Iron Man, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, The Last Dragon, Big Trouble in Little China, Clash of the Titans, Wanted, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the list goes on and on. Oh, and in case you didn't know I had some Disney movies up my sleeve, The Lion King, Finding Nemo, Moana, the list goes on and on and on. That was pretty cool. I was like, Mr. Movie Phone, do you remember the Movie Phone guy? Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press 1 now. To browse through current movie titles and previews, press 3 now. Enter the 5-digit zip code now. Sorry, the movies are sold out. Or so they say something. He says something like that. I remember trying to like order tickets and they he'd be like, "Sorry, you didn't do it right." Or something like that. How many of you have seen those movies? How many of you actually enjoy those movies? I know for one, there's a ton of movies in there that I really enjoy. Megamind. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that one. I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah, there are so many movies that embody the hero's journey. And then you're thinking, Jonathan, how do you know? Just because there's a hero in it. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. The hero's journey. Of course, you're going to have a hero in it. And the hero or the protagonist is in search for a person, place, or thing. It's got to be either tangible or intangible. It could be the Holy Grail, uh, Immortality, Atlantis, the Middle Kingdom. The main character is specifically, as opposed to incidentally, looking for something that he or she hopes or expects to find that will significantly change their life. Now, you may be saying, well, Jonathan, there are some movies that have objects and artifacts that you're going that the character goes towards and i would question that might not be the hero's journey or the quest plot line Uh, in indiana jones yes there is the in the last crusade he is going for the holy grail but that's not what his quest is about his actual quest was actually to look for his father first and so we want to be careful with just before labeling everything as the hero's journey in the quest plotline or the hero's journey, the object of the search is everything to the protagonist, not simply an excuse for the action. The character has to be shaped by this quest, whether it's through the success and the failure for obtaining the object of the search. That object or need that gets fulfilled by the end, it will reflect heavily on this character, and it's going to alter them in some way thus affecting like a character change, which is important by the end, because you want to have the that part of feeling the, the setup is part one, right? The departure. And when they come back or when they return, which will be part three of the act, they want to come back as a changed individual, whether it's for the good or for the bad. There's a film called The Treasure of Sierra Madre, and it has Humphrey Bogart in it. He plays his character, Fred Dobbs. And he's seeking gold in the hills of Mexico. So the quest is for gold. But what's not obvious is how his quest changes his character because then he turns greedy. So one major part, if you want to write this down, of the quest and the hero's journey is the search itself and the wisdom that the main character accumulates along the way. She must be psychologically ready to receive the wisdom and therefore the search becomes a series of successful classes. He or she should graduate one class before moving on to the next. And I'm reading this from the book 20 Master Plots, which is by Ronald B. Tobias. I really enjoy this book. It's been super helpful. There's 
ton of different plot lines here. The, the I picked the hero's journey one as the easiest um, for the first one to dive into. It's a simple three-act structure. Act one, we have the setup. Also in act one, we have the questions that we're going to ask the audience, like to build the suspense and the tension. Will Dorothy find her way back home? Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Will Don Quixote find his lady Dulcinea? It, all of these, there's, I mean, the key word there is find. Will they find what they're looking for? And then in the second act, you're going to build a lot more of the tension and the drama, really put obstacles in their way so that way it's more of a challenge for them to get what they want. And then finally in act three, you'll be connecting the dots and answering the questions. So if you're struggling as a storyteller and you may be asking yourself, well, what is it, what is it that I do next? then I would suggest going into a hero's journey story. First and foremost, this quest plot line. It's going to be super beneficial. And believe it or not, you have lived, you yourself have lived through a quest, whether it was obtaining a new job or going to the school that you wanted to go to, uh, getting that relationship that you want. In fact, so many motivational speakers and influencers will use the story of the hero's journey of this quest plotline to help bring in their audience. It's, it's engaging. You want to know what's going to happen next. There's a setup. There's a, they'll talk about the, how they felt called to do something and they took a leap. They took a leap of faith and they're on their journey. They're going through the trials. They're going through whatever it is that they're trying to get to. They're, they want to answer the question. And then they return back. They return to tell the story. You live to tell the tale. If you're feeling stuck or frustrated that you haven't really thought of one yet, then spend 10 minutes and just think about a time that you had this struggle and you overcame it. Uh, you as a writer or a storyteller right now, I'm sure there's a reason why you wanted to do this in the first place. You felt called to do it. There's one more thing I want to share, and it's this checklist. I received this from 20 Master Plots by Ronald B. Tobias. I will be going over the checklist. But before I do that, let's take one more commercial break, and we will be right back. This is a public service announcement brought to you by Kaleidoscope Radio. Are you experiencing overwhelm, tired, can't seem to find the motivation to start your day? Do the problems of the world have you feeling down and out? Are you feeling avoidant towards your friends and easily distracted? Do you find yourself re-watching Netflix original series even though you've just finished watching that same series? If this is you, you're in luck. We have a solution for that. It's called journaling. You may feel insecure about writing, you may feel like you don't have the answers. Hey, I don't have the answers either. And you might be looking for a solution. What I do recommend and what I do believe in is that it all works out when you write it out. So get yourself a journal, get yourself a pen, and begin writing. You can write about your day, you can write about what you see, what you experience, you can take a stab at writing some fiction. During this time, everybody's looking for answers. 
And I don't know if those answers will be coming as fast as we'd hope, but I do know that it's important to write it out. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Kaleidoscope Radio, telling you, write it out. And we're back. Welcome to Kaleidoscope Radio. I'm going to read to you a checklist from 20 Master Plots written by Ronald B. Tobias. I know I've been referencing him so much. I just don't want to get in trouble. Copyright issues, you know? It's the real thing. So this checklist is um, it's really just to, to keep you on the path of the hero's journey. hey Okay, so here I go. Let me begin. As you write story, you want to keep these points in mind. Number one, a quest plot should be about a search for a person, place, or a thing. Develop a close parallel between your protagonist's intent and motivation and the object he's trying to find. That's great. That's something that we were talking about earlier. Number two, your plot should move around a lot, visiting many people and places. But don't just move your character around as the wind blows. Movement should be orchestrated according to your plan of cause and effect. You can make the journey seem like there's nothing guiding it, making it seem casual, but in fact, it is causal. Number three, consider bringing your plot full circle geographically. The protagonist frequently ends up in the same place where he or she started. Number four, make your character substantially different at the end of the story as a result of their quest. This plot is about the character who makes the search, not about the object of the search itself. Your character is in the process of changing during the course of the story. What or who are they becoming? Number five, the object of the journey is wisdom, which takes the form of self-realization for the hero. Oftentimes, this is the process of maturation. It may be about a child who learns the lessons of adulthood, but it also may be about an adult who learns the lessons of life. Number six, your first act should include a motivating incident which initiates your hero's actual search. Don't just launch into a quest. Make sure your readers understand why your character wants to go on the quest. Number seven, your hero should have at least one traveling companion. He must have interactions with other characters to keep the story from becoming too abstract or too interior. Your hero needs someone to bounce ideas off of or someone to argue with and challenge. Number eight, consider including a helpful character. Number nine, your last act should include your character's revelation, which occurs either after giving up the search or after successfully concluding it. And number 10, what your character discovers is usually different from what he originally sought. And there you have it. The 10 points of making an amazing quest slash hero's journey. This has been a very fun episode. Thanks for allowing me to go vulnerable, getting deep with y'all. I encourage you to write. I encourage you to to exercise this hero's journey story. Just maybe take a look either inward or around and and, uh, when you're watching a movie, just kind of think like, oh, are they meeting the checklist? Are they making those points there? And I also encourage you, the fellow listener, to engage in a storytelling exercise yourself next week we're going to be talking about characters and motivation and the psychology behind character development 
I love that part. Uh, as an actor, it's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really excited to be with you next week. Thank you for your time here. This is Kaleidoscope Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Hernandez, asking you, what's your story? <laughs>